Hello everyone, I am your host Diti and I go by the pronouns he and they. I am a transmasculine person working as a co-coordinator in Sangat, a feminist network. This series by Ori Kalankini is called Bloody Inclusive and the first eight episodes are in association with Sangat. This series will bring out the experiences of non-cis and non-able-bodied perspectives about menstruation. We have three formats. Our speakers either come on board as interviewees, speak to their friends over a casual call that they generously share with us, or send us their thoughts over a monologue. Hope you enjoy the series and get to learn a lot from it. Hello everyone, today we have with us a very dear friend, Luku. Luku is from Assam and works with Hobdog, an organization working on the rights and dignity of LGBTQI persons. Today, Luku will share with us their experience of using the menstrual cup. For those of who may not know, uh, be aware, the menstrual cup is a type of reusable menstrual hygiene product it is a small, flexible, funnel-shaped cup made of rubber or silicon that can be inserted into the vagina to collect period fluid. Data suggests that a single person who menstruates can gen- generate up to 125 kgs of non-biodegradable waste through their menstruating years alone. Hence, we really need to come up with more sustainable solutions to collecting menstrual fluids. Luku today will share with us a viable alternative that they have recently fallen in love with. On 20th August 2020, Luku had shared a social media status talking about a very important personal experience. Their first experience of using a menstrual cup. When I saw that, I was very intrigued because we have spoken about our gender dysphoria earlier and I was curious to understand how they negotiate dysphoria alongside using a menstrual cup, as I myself was feeling extremely guilty for creating mass waste out of menstrual products, began our conversation. With that, I would like to welcome Luku. Hello, Luku. Welcome to Bloody Inclusive. Hi, Diti. How are you? I am good. So, Luku, shall we start? Of course, of course. Thank you for having me on board. Yes. Luku, uh, will you tell us how do you understand your gender identity? What are the pronouns that you would like to use for yourself? And since you work with Hobdo, you're the co-founder of Hobdo. Can you also tell us a little bit about your work there? Um, so, hi, my so yeah, as you introduced me, I'm Luku. Um, well, uh, Luku is actually my pet name and it's also my, uh, it's also the name, my preferred name, my preferred gender fluid name. Um, and uh, so I am an activist and I'm based in Tezpur, Assam, and I'm the co-founder of Obdo, which is uh, an organization that works on uh, um, gender minorities and gender and sexual minorities, basically. So as you know, Obdo is an Assamese word, which means both uh, words and sounds in Assamese language. 
So it is the first initiative here in our hometown in Tezpur, and it, we work towards upholding the dignity of the um, gender and sexual minority uh, persons uh, through the creation of dialogue and movement. So we're trying to, you know, we, we also believe in equality and we're trying to create a safe space and an equal opportunity uh, for the people belonging to various gender and sexual identities. And my preferred pronouns, uh, I do not prefer any other pronoun, any pronouns because I do not believe in pronouns. So I would, I just prefer my name, Luku. I mean, even if you use the pronoun there for me, that is also a four-lettered word and Luku is also a four-lettered word. So <laughs> I just prefer my, uh... yeah. So uh, we'll start off with a little bit uh, uh, on the topic that we are here today for. Can you share okay. your experience of coming to terms with your menstruation as a gender fluid person? Yeah, um, so uh, so basically uh, it has it has been very hard. I would start with that. Um, you know, I had spent my childhood, you know, fighting the fact that I was born in this body. Um, I think uh, since I can remember, I think uh, since class, since I was in, I was, I was at the age of three or four, I just knew that, you know, that I was born in the wrong body. I, this is not, this isn't supposed to be me. So, um, so, you know, I had, you know, I had spent my entire childhood fighting the fact. So, and then came menstruation and that too once every month. And it was really difficult, you know. Sometimes I even wish that, you know, uh, uh, like uh, that I did not have a uterus in the first place. So, it was as hard as that. And sometimes I even, sometimes I even thought that, you know, this is all a dream and that I'm not actually bleeding and, you know, that uh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to realize that no, I was it was all just a dream. I'm actually I was born, I was born in a male body, and you know I so it it, it took a toll on me, you know, both uh, both uh, mentally and physically, and then I hated period so much so that you know pre-transitioning transmen once told me, "Main larka ho ke mujhe period se itna problem nahi hai jitna tumhe hai." Uh, but then, you know, three years back, I, I made a person who uh, made me feel very comfortable, you know, about my body. And uh, and I started being, getting, you know, comfortable about my body as well. And then I think that is only three years back, I think I just came in terms with my, with my, uh, with my physical identity and my menstruation and, and the fact that, you know, I bleed. So, um, it, so you might, I'm, I'm 29 now. So it took, 20, it took me 26 years to come in terms with that. So, you know, while I came in terms with my dysphoria and my body, I also came in terms with my period. So, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, but uh, why, you speak a lot about the environment and the importance about uh, of, you know, using more sustainable environment uh, products and you work on the environment itself so what made you yeah. shift to the menstrual cup so uh, what happened is um, so i had had learned about the menstrual cup long back but yeah i had a huge problem with uh, penetration and uh, I, a lot of things uh, a lot of things you know revolved around that problem there were a lot of things which made me very awkward and very uh, very uh, fearful about penetration because I knew that you know one has to insert the menstrual cup inside the vagina and um, 
I I already had this fear because एक तो है कि I I am a I am a survivor तो that that fear was always there and then because of my because of my gender identity also I feared that you know insertion कि how do I insert the menstrual cup so um so uh, I was I was really scared but then that guilt you know that that guilt was always you know it was it was always it's a gripping guilt for every pad that I use. uh i have had that guilt you know that you know that this pad ultimately is going into the environment whether even you know this pad has plastic going into the environment and polluting the environment and not just you know the plastic but when when um when we bleed uh when when the when the blood is collected in the in the, the pad so this is this is nothing but you know this is nothing but like hospital waste but this is this is very uh, there is a lot of bacteria that forms on the blood because as soon as the blood touches the environment and then it gets mixed up with the chemicals in the sanitary napkins mm-hmm. it actually becomes very toxic and then comes the urine the urine also gets mixed with this blood and it becomes it even more toxic and when it is thrown into the environment you can imagine the harm it does to the environment so i i had learned about all of these things and you know this 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 pain that you know but the pain of what i was doing to the environment was so gripping that you know i just made up my mind i was like let's just try it you know even if i don't try it i will never know and i had friends who had used the menstrual cup and they told me they told me about their experiences they showed me how i'm supposed to insert it and they they really guided me through i think in for a non binary person to use a menstrual cup you really need a lot of mental support and that my friends really gave me and i am willing to give that to anybody who you know wishes and i am willing to give that to give that mental support to anybody who you know comes to me and tells me that you know i want to use a menstrual cup please help me i'm really willing to do that so i started so i just you know it just happened i just used it once yeah, i was very scared i was so anxious my entire my mother my sisters they just they knew that okay this one is going to use the menstrual cup because i was i was i was you know i was so anxious i was just in the entire day and i was like oh my god what is this what is my do why, why did i even buy it in the first place i was supposed to insert it and this and that and it was like you know i was going into battle <laughs> when i when i was just about to insert the menstrual cup it was almost for me like i was going into battle and then the moment i came i was like oh my god i'm victorious and <laughs> i can't tell you that night that night i had the best sleep in my entire 29 years of menstruating like i am you know i was somebody uh, um, like um, i was somebody who did not know how to use a menstruating napkin i'll be honest here i still do not know how to use a menstruating napkin and um, my second and third days are very heavy flow so much so that you know i have to i stain my i stain my clothes i stain the bed sheet at night and and you know i have i have trouble you know using sanitary napkins but since i have been using the menstrual cups i have been sleeping like a log i just don't know what is going on in the world and i could not have been happier with this decision right so the menstrual cup actually helped uh, you address your issues of dysphoria and your discomfort with the body coming to yes. terms with the body right uh, it might not be yeah. true of all uh, trans or non binary or uh, gender fluid people 
that uh, that menstrual cups are helpful but if it is a solution that works for you maybe it is time that we can exactly this alternative right so many of us also exactly. wonder whether the cup is safe or is it very complicated to use you already mentioned but can you tell us a little bit about how you use it how do you um, manage and maintain the um, cup and uh, is it very complicated to use it is very, is it very complicated to take it out change dispose etc um not really i will be honest here okay? okay so i do not want to you know mislead anybody so i will be honest here mm-hmm. so uh, the first time i used the cup it wasn't very difficult for me to insert definitely yes it was but not as difficult as was in my mind so what happens is our body has this natural you know tendency to expand and contract right mm-hmm. so um so what happened was when i was when uh, and and period period blood already in, uh, it is sort of a natural lubrication for the body so i'm being very scientific here and very open but very scientific here so period blood is like a natural lubrication so mm-hmm. as soon as you, like if you try the means if one if a person tries the menstrual cup when they are not menstruating uh-huh. it might be difficult to insert because there is no lubrication but when a person is menstruating the body is already lubricating so it becomes easier to insert the menstrual cup it cup because it is because the vagina is slippery at that time right so what happens is you fold the menstrual cup and then you you, you the the tip that goes in becomes very small it seems like you know you got when you when you look at the menstrual cup you'll be like oh god how am i going to insert this but there is a certain method of inserting it so when you insert it the body has its own way you know the body knows what to do you do not, you just have to keep your mind open because what happened was the first time i tried to insert it i could not because i was so scared that my vagina was actually contracting so i was really scared and i just couldn't do it that day so the next day i tried again the next the ne- like i had tried the night before and the next morning when i tried again i was like you know it was my i was i was uh, menstruating properly at that time the flow was okay at that time so my body was already lubricating so when i inserted it i took a deep breath i told myself that you know there are a lot of people who are using it and this is something that i'm doing doing for myself this is something i'm doing for the environment and uh, i i will be able to do it so i took a deep breath i calmed myself down and then i inserted it and it was all okay the uh, when and i had a base period that day and i was like you know jumping around and telling my mother that you know i cannot i could not have been happier but when the time came to you know uh, remove the menstrual cup it was hard because the first time i did not know the mechanism of it but like i said our body knows what to do all you need to know all you need to understand is the mechanism of it so the first time i uh, you know uh, pulled it out it was it was very painful and it's okay i mean i have had period cramps so uh, it's all the same so but it's just that fear you know that gripping fear that what if it does not come out what if i have to go for a surgery <laughs> that also makes my yeah that also makes the vagina contract right? right so that is also one of 
reasons why you know my vagina contracted i couldn't pull it out and i was so scared and i was like oh my god should i call my parents but it will be so embarrassing what should i do and then i call up my friend and i tell her that you know i i'm really shy i was literally crying and then she told me that you know calm down and this is what you're supposed to do and so i did that and like i said my body went with the flow and it was for me this is my personal experience it is it might not be i'm not generalizing it for all non binary or trans identity identifying individuals but for me i think from my personal experience it was interesting for me to understand my body because uh, at the age of 29 you know i am understanding the human body and i'm taking it very scientifically this this entire process i'm not taking in i'm not uh, i for me personally i'm not looking it from my gender identity I'm, but i'm looking it very scientifically that you know how the the mechanisms of the human body and how you know mesmerizing it is and you know and whoever invented the menstrual cup what was going on in their mind how did they you know how did they you know think that you know something as amazing as this could be invented and you know read women of centuries like you know women trans people use menstruators basically you uh, you know read menstruators of you know centuries um, uh, napkins and tampons and what not and all those issues just one menstrual cup so uh, it was just like for, from personal experience i would say that first time it is very difficult to you know pull it out just because of the fear but mm-hmm. once you have pulled it up you have understood the mechanism the second time it was easy it was just a cake walk for me and now i think uh, this time i think it was my third cycle of using the menstrual cup and uh, i even got uh, i got my uh, my 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 friend two of my friends i gifted my sister a menstrual cup i got two of my friends to start using menstrual cup and my friend also got their friends to start using menstrual cup and you know it has now it has become like a chain reaction of using menstrual cup and it, the same happened to my friend like i told you that uh, when while pulling it out it was difficult for her so she called me up early in the morning and woke me up and she was like look what am i supposed to do this and that <laughs> like, okay calm down and then i told her and now even she has started understanding the mechanism so she also has finds it very useful and mm-hmm. yeah reason yeah so even if you're using your office toilet or even if you're using your toilet the toilet in your house all you need to do is you know just rub the uh, just lift up the uh, toilet seat because that way it's much easier and the um, and the um, western style toilet is you know it it's much much more convenient than the indian style toilet so all you need to do is just raise the toilet seat clean the surface area of the commode and then it's very easy to drain out uh, pull out the menstrual cup drain it clean it and then just insert it and you can you are good to go for it hours like um, or like i mentioned on second and third days of my period i i i bleed heavily so i just count the hours by uh, at the sixth hour or the fifth hour i just go and drain my menstrual cup and then i count the hours that way and so it has been very easy for me and since you know i have started using the menstrual cup not once have i had one stain on any of my clothes which has which was a big nuisance for me when i was using uh, fenty napkins mm-hmm. 
So uh, I've heard that you have to boil the menstrual cup before using it. Uh, will you tell us a little bit about that? And, uh, you know, like in a lot of our household, there is stigma and un untouchability associated with menstruation. Uh, you can't touch this when you're menstruating, you can't go to the kitchen. Did you have that kind of conversation with your family and uh, how was it navigating the kitchen and uh, in, in put, you know, boiling the menstrual cup in the kitchen, etc.? So, um, yeah, definitely that is an issue. But uh, basically in my family, I think, uh, uh, fortunately, we never had that issue because... Uh, uh, our family we are like my father my mother and we are three sisters so we there are like a lot of menstruators in my family so menstruation was really never a taboo because uh, because it's uh, four menstruators against one non-menstruator um, so um, my sister and I started using our menstrual cups at the same time uh, so one, when I bought it I also gifted her one so what we did is we just got a very cheap utensil uh, like a like a, uh, a bowl kind of a thing that could be heated, so we just got it and we use it for heat, boiling our menstrual cups. The same uh, uh, stove for um, like the stove that we that is used for cooking food is only used because it just doesn't matter. Um, but because you know just for hygiene purpose, uh, even when we have you know cuts and bruises, uh, any other cuts and bruises we. We have a different uh, uh, bowl altogether for, you know, uh, sterilizing the uh, sterilizing the cotton or sterilizing the uh, instruments that we are using to, um, to you know, um, sterilizing the equipment. Sorry, the instruments we are using on our cotton bruises. So just like that, we have a different uh, utensil for for boiling the menstrual cup. So that's it. It does not. It's a, it's not much of a hassle either. And uh, in fact, sometimes, in fact, my my I I, I put the menstrual cup. Uh, I, like I when I when I'm boiling the menstrual cup, my mother is generally the one who switches off the stove and then keeps it safely. And then I come at one point of time and I take it away and then put it in the pouch that comes along with the menstrual cup, which is a cotton pouch. And I dry it and then I put it in the cotton pouch because if you if you happen to put the menstrual if you do not dry the menstrual cup and you put it in the cotton pouch there is a possibility of uh, bacteria uh, and other such uh, microorganisms uh, you know yeah so thank you Luku so much for this vast array of information we had a great time talking to you hopefully this will motivate some of our menstruators to shift to the cup and or look for other viable solutions and hopefully we will get in touch with you in case there are people who want to know, learn a little bit more about this totally and i am all in if you want to learn more about this if you want to understand and if you have questions any more questions please feel free to reach out to me i can even share my number and i, I am on facebook as well so please feel free and um, I'm sure, you know, the, the switch is very easy. It's just, you know, you, one has to, one has to, you know, really be mentally prepared. I'll tell you that one has to be really mentally prepared for switching to menstrual cup. But once you do it, once you just go ahead and do it, you'll not look back. That is all I can say. You're not going to look back. It's 
thank you so much that was amazing thank you for coming on board and have a good day you too with that we come to an end of today's episode hope you enjoyed the episode and got a little peek into our lives whether our conversations shocked you or soothed you we hope it gave you a lot of questions to ponder upon with that please do check out our other episodes in this series and share all of them with your friends cheers and bye